Hello, and welcome to Ready, Set, Procure, the podcast. My name is Yolanda M. Tucker, and I am your host. Hey, family. Let me take a few minutes to tell you about who I am. I have over 20 years of experience in procurement. I've worked in the transportation industry, child welfare, healthcare, and I've been an entrepreneur for most of those 20 years as well. I hold two master's degrees, one from Florida Metropolitan University, and that one has a concentration in international business. And I also hold one from Strayer University with a concentration in acquisitions and contracts. I am currently a contracts manager for a government contractor. I'm sorry, a government subcontractor. I'm also an award-winning author and speaker. Uh, I'm a notary. <laughs> Uh, you know, I there are so many other things that I am into. I am also a new grandmother, and that is one of the m- most important titles that I hold. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Ready, Set, Procure and its birth. Ready, Set, Procure was birthed in the Jacksonville Chamber of Commerce. A few years ago, I was involved in a program called Jack's Bridges. It is a business leadership training program. It is an amazing program led by Carlton Robinson and Yvonne Pena. Um, so if you are a, a small business owner here in the Jacksonville area, I urge you to look into the Jacks Bridges program. It is an amazing program. Anyway, while I was there in that program, I was trying to figure out how I was going to monetize all the information that I had and all the the things that I'd done in my previous jobs, how would I take that and monetize it and make it into something that I could help small business owners um, with their business? That was my goal. And so as I sat there and as we brainstormed and as I, you know, interacted with those other business owners, this um, baby was born. And um, I have to tell you how I got you know, to that point. And so I'm going to share my, my Carol story here in just a moment. So I had taken a new job as a contract administrator for a commercial company. And one of the first things I did in that position was go through the contracts, the, the subcontracts and um, look at those that were underperforming. One of the reasons that they created this position, I was the first one that was in this position, is because they were having difficulty with their prime contractors because their subcontractors were were performing poorly and they needed answers and they needed to understand what was going on and why. And so that's the reason they decided to create the position that I um, took uh, as the contract administrator. So as I'm reviewing contracts, I can, you know, look and see who's not performing. I come up and develop charts and graphs so that I can see red and green, who's performing, who's not performing. One of the companies that was not performing, I said, well, all of the companies, but this particular one, I let me give them a call. I need to put them on a corrective action plan. So I need to schedule a time to have a a phone conference with them to put them on a corrective action plan. And so um, I called the company. I asked for who 
my record show was the owner. And they told me that Mr. Henry had passed. And so he was no longer the owner so or running the company. And so I asked and they said, well, we'll get you to our new general manager. And her name is Carol. So they put me through to Carol and I started talking with Carol, introduced myself and told her that I was calling because I wanted to schedule a time that she and I could sit down and I could actually go through the corrective action with her. And she was a little taken aback. She says corrective action. What is a corrective action? And so I explained that a corrective action is a plan that she and I would sit down and come together um, with one that would be, well, she would sit down and come up with a plan and present it to me actually um, to, and I had to be satisfied that this plan would get her back in, in line with her performance of the contract. So we in turn would get back in line with the performance of our prime contract. And Carol was like, what are you talking about? Prime sub? I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, And so she was a little overwhelmed. And Carol asked, she says, can I please call you back? I, I just, I need a moment. I, I, I just need a moment. Let me call you back. And so about 30 to 45 minutes, I get a call back from Carol. And she says, Yolanda, I apologize. Um, my father just recently passed away and I inherited the company. I have worked for this company my entire life, but I've never taken on a management role. I've done more of the administrative um, stuff. And so I am really unsure when you are are speaking vendor and subcontractor and prime contract. And I really don't know what you're talking about. And so I'm going to need your help to help me understand. Um, and I don't understand how we're not performing. Um, so I we are having some operational issues. The operational manager, um, he has since found another position with another company. So I don't have an operational manager at the moment. And so I do know that we're having some operational issues, but I did not know or understand that it was affecting our contractual relations. And so I said, well, let me let me talk with my boss and um, let me get back with you. So I had a bright idea that I would ask my boss if she would allow me to fly out to Carol and her team and spend a couple of days with them doing some contract review. And so I I presented the idea to my boss and she says, "Okay, Yolanda, Okay, no problem. And I also told her and I I think this was the was the deciding factor. Uh, Carol had shared with me when we were on the phone the second time that she had two boys one that was going to college um, this year and one that would be following the following year. Um, And she was concerned about making sure, you know, they kept the business, um, you know, growing so that she would be able to put her children through college. Well, as a single mom, I could relate. And also I um, was putting myself through college as well as helping my younger brother um, through college. So I could relate you know, to Carol's concerns and her fears. And so when I shared that with with my boss, she said, yes, yes, Yolanda, you can go out. You can fly out. So they gave me permission to fly out. I called Carol back and I said, hey, I'm going to come out and I'm going to um, do a contract review with you and your team. Um, we'll, we'll go through and correct the corrective action while we're there and we'll put a, a plan in place. So Carol said, okay, no problem. We scheduled it. I flew out. We met. I met with Carol and her team for three days. 
And we went over that contract from cover page to the very last page. We went over exhibits, amendments, um, addendums, whatever there was that was a portion of that contract or a part of that contract, we reviewed it. And so Carol was able to put together a corrective action plan um, and she was able to stick to it and get her company off of the corrective action plan. They got their performance back, not just to par, but above par. She was doing excellent. We ended up offering her more work because um, the performance was back where it had been in the past when her dad was still alive. Um, Carol was also having issues with other um, prime contractors that she was a subcontractor for when she got when when she got the phone call from me. And so she was able to not only turn around our contract, but her others as well. And so I don't know, nine months, a year later, somewhere in there, I get a call from Carol. And she says, oh my God, Yolanda, I'm so glad I got a hold of you. She says, you changed my life. And I'm like, Carol, what are you talking about? And she says, Yolanda, not only did I improve my contract performance with you guys, I actually put my procurement strategy in place and I just signed my first million dollar contract. And this is the first, she says, I have meetings um, with a couple of others here in the next few months. Yolanda, you literally changed my life. (laughs) And then she goes on to say, she says, you know what? I know you're not happy where you are right now. And I'm going to tell you that you really need to go out on your own and you need to help small business owners understand the contracting process. The, The information that you gave me was so valuable. And of course, I was happy for Carol and I was, of course, just blushing because it feels good when somebody sees, you know, your worth and that you are valuable and that they tell you that you're valuable. And so she was right. I was not happy in my current um, career placement. Um, I had at one time been very happy there, but at that point I was not. And so I quit. (laughs) I quit shortly after Carol and I had that conversation. I quit. Um, And that's how I ended up in Jack's Bridges. I was sitting here at my computer one day and I get an email from Carlton Robinson about this entrepreneur leadership program that the Jack's Chamber is um, is doing called Jack's Bridges. And I said, well, I don't have anything else to do. I might as well, you know, jump into this program. And so I did. And like I say, Ready, Set, Procure was birthed in the program, but it was initially inseminated or impregnated in me um, by Carol. And I'm so very thankful to Carol and for Carol for her to give me a call and let me know of her success and to also encourage me to use the talents and the tools and to walk in my purpose. Um, It was phenomenal and it still is phenomenal. So Carol, if you hear this, Um, I want to tell you, thank you. Personally, thank you. I'm doing exactly what you um, inspired me to do and and encouraged me to do. And so here I am. You changed my life as well, Carol. And I am so glad that I have an opportunity to help you change yours. Procurement can change your life. It can change your business life as well as your personal life. Like it changed Carol's life. 
And just for the record, Carol is a made-up name. That's not her real name. So I didn't say that before, but I just wanted to come back and make sure um, that I don't put my clients out there unless they give me permission or, and we're going to have a couple on the show and I'm going to talk about the format here in a moment, but, um, let's talk more about how procurement can change your, your business life as well as your personal life, but you have to be ready. You have to be prepared. Um, when the opportunity comes, you have to be ready to seize it. And, um, it's really that simple because they go by very quickly. So I'm going to tell you a quick story. Um, in my current position, one of the first RFPs I had to do was for pool maintenance. Um, one day I got a, a email from my current pool maintenance company saying, Hey, you know what? Life has been good. It's, you know, things are good for us. And we've decided to just make a different, um, move in life and do something differently. And so we're going to give you 30 day notice that we will not, you know, be your pool maintenance company, uh, after September 30th or I'm sorry, it was um, August 30th. And so I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to put out a pool RFP to find someone else who can um, maintain the pools. And um, again, these are commercial pools. We have three Olympic-sized commercial pools um, on the property that my company manages the facilities for. So it's like, wow. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, this is Jacksonville. This shouldn't be that hard. Ladies and gentlemen, I literally called 47. I believe it was 47 pool companies. Most of them don't do commercial pools. They, there's a lot of residential companies, but most of them don't do commercial pools. Um, and then because they, they would be our subcontractor and they have to fall in line with our prime contract. There are different um, certifications that they must have. So that, of course, reduces the pool a little bit more. I believe out of the 47 uh, pool companies that I contacted, I, I found six um, that that were eligible to bid the pool contract. And out of those six, three of them um, did, couldn't take on any additional work. I remember one gentleman, he was like, oh my goodness, I learned to swim on that property. I would love to come and do that property, but I just don't have the manpower to do it. And I was heartbroken. Um, so I initially only had two um, individuals or two companies, I should say, that was going to be it. Um, for the pool service contract and pool maintenance contract. And so I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, that's kind of scary because you want as much competition as possible. Um, and, and of course, you know, just like when you're choosing someone to fix something or to build something for you personally, you want, you know, to, to look at everyone's work and choose the best out of, you know, three, four, maybe five different, um, vendors. So anyway, I only had two. So I scheduled um, one of the requirements for to to bid the pool was you had to do a walkthrough because I wanted you to see what you were getting yourself into. I wanted you to understand what would be required um, you on a daily basis. And so a walkthrough was was a requirement of the bid. So the day of the walkthrough, I had two um, individuals that came and did the walkthrough with me. Um, I also had a team of managers from our property that, um, that, you know, walked through, did the walkthrough as well. We had one 
vendor. He asked a lot of questions. He had a lot of experience. Um, you know, he was Johnny on the spot. We had another, he was just like, <laughs> kind of like mm, out there, you know, um, and, and I know he's a pool vendor, but he showed up in flip flops and shorts. Um, the other gentleman showed up, he had on, uh, a collared shirt, uh, khaki pants and, you know, non slip shoes. So, you know, you, you look at those things. And so we definitely paid attention to that as well. We also paid attention to who asked questions and who didn't. So again, you have to be ready. Um, and being ready means looking the part. It means being engaged. Um, it means being on time. And so let me tell you about this other story about this other gentleman. So we came back from the, um, the initial walkthrough. I, you know, bid at those gentlemen farewell, got in my office. I may have been in there 10 or 15 minutes, phone rings. It's another pool vendor and he wants to come through and do a walkthrough. And like I say, I just finished the, the, the walkthrough that was scheduled. So I told him, I said, I talked to him and, you know, he said, yes, I'm very, very interested. I just found out about the bid today. And so I want to be able to, you know, come in and do a walkthrough. So I said, well, I'll tell you what, let me get with my team. I believe I can probably schedule one for Friday. It was now Wednesday. The day we spoke was Wednesday. So I believe I can schedule one for Friday. Um, so let me get with the team and I'll give you a call back. And so I did, um, we work in a secure location. And so you have to get approval and jump through some hoops to get, you know, these individuals into or access to our location. And so, you know, I went through, jumped through all these hoops. And then I told him, you need to bring this, 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 and this. And you also need to be here on the property one hour prior to our scheduled um, meeting time. And that is because it literally takes you about an hour to get through the security point to get to us. So day of the second walkthrough comes and um, myself and another manager, he's in my office and we're just chatting, waiting on just this gentleman to show up. And about five minutes prior to our meeting, I said, well, I haven't heard anything from him, um, let me call and see maybe he's still going through the security process or maybe he's trying to find our building. Maybe he's through the security process and he's trying to find the building. So let me just give him a call. So I give him a call. His phone goes to voicemail. I leave a message. So we're sitting there waiting about 10 minutes later. So now it is after our meeting time. I get a call back from the gentleman and he says, Oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm not going to be able to make it. I got into my office this morning and I had all these fires that I had to put out. So I'm not going to be able to make it. So I said, oh, you won't be able to make it. And so the other manager, he, you know, heard my end of the conversation. And so, you know, he, his eyebrows are raised. Um, and so I, I tell he, and so the gentleman tells me, well, I still want to do it. I still want to do it. And I say, well, let me see what I can do. And, you know, I end the call. I look at the manager that's in my office and I look at him and I say, now, you know, I am not going to schedule another walkthrough for this gentleman. Right now, let me tell you why I'm not going to schedule another walkthrough for this gentleman. One, it takes <laughs> me having to move heaven and earth to get him into this secure location Two, whatever fires you had that morning, you should have called me first thing 
that morning to let me know that you needed to reschedule. You do not call me 10 minutes or 15 minutes after our appointment time to let me know that you need to reschedule. That is an issue. Um, It also tells me that you're not trustworthy enough to come on the property. One of the requirements of this bid was you needed to be on the property at 5 a.m. each morning so the pool could be ready to go by 7 a.m. So that tells me your tardiness and your lack of communication that you were going to be tardy um, makes me not trust you. It makes me think that you, you know, this is kind of a joke to you and it's not a joke, sir. (laughs) So, um, procurement can literally change your business life. Now this, this contract went for $250,000. So I think $250,000 could have really changed. Um, and that's, that's an annual, um, fee. I, but I think that $250,000 could have literally changed this gentleman's business life as well as his personal life. So ask yourself as a business owner, if getting a contract at $250,000, would that change your business as well as your personal life? I'm willing to bet the answer is yes. Now, let me say this because I don't want you to think that all contracts are going to be $250,000 or more or a million dollars. They're not. You will come. It's according to what you do. It's according to, you know, the, the going rate in, in your field of what you do. You know, roofers make more money than landscapers in most cases. It's again, according to what you do. Administrative will, will make, you know, more money in some cases than training or vice versa, but it's according to what you do and what type of training it is, how specialized it is. You know, so you have to take all of those things into account. But again, so I'm not sitting here saying, oh, you can get a $250,000 contract. No, it may not be $250,000. It could be $5,000. It could be $25,000. It could be $50,000. It could be $2.5 million. So it's, it's really according to what, what you do and what is needed. <laughs> but please understand that the government is one of the biggest employers of small businesses. They invest a lot of money in small businesses, but it, it is imperative that you understand how to play the game. You have to understand the RFP process. You have to understand contract management, contract termination. Those are things that are so important in this arena. You have to understand those things. And once you do, you can conquer the procurement world. Family, we're going to have fun. I'm going to bring Ready, Set, Procure to you in the format of educational. So kind of like this one where I will sit and talk and give you some ideas and tell you some stories and and hopefully just pour into you where you are. It, it, it is inspiring you, I should say, to create a, a procurement strategy, to understand what procurement is and how you can take your business to the next level using procurement. So I want to help you level up. And again, the format is going to be educational and we will also have some interviews. So this season is going to be eight episodes of Ready, Set, Procure. And two of those episodes are going to be epic interviews. 
I am so, so excited about the guests that I have. One is an entrepreneur. She's going to come and share her own personal procurement tragedy. <laughs> um, another is a, a very resourceful uh, gentleman. He is a mentor of mine. And so we're going to have a lot of fun there um, as well as, you know, I hate that it's more lecture form. But I hope I'm hoping that I bring you so much information and so much value that you are just like I can sit and listen to her voice for a little bit longer just to make sure that I understand and that I am getting everything I need to take my business to that next level. So we want you to level up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let's get ready to level up using procurement. Um, we have a free report that you can get. Uh, as well as, um, you know, some other training tools that will be available to you at no cost on the website. We will also, we also have Ready, Set, Procure the program. Ready, Set, Procure the program is an online procurement training program that helps small and medium-sized businesses understand and conquer procurement. Now, that is a paid program. Um, right now, we have the RFP, RFI um, that those things are out there and we're telling you how to go through. I actually sit down and go through and, and whole be it from front page to last page exhibits, addendums, everything. So that you get an idea of what you need to put together when you find an opportunity with the government or with another commercial company, because contracts are not always with the government. Um, you could be a vendor or a sub to another company, um, and again, we're going to talk about some partnership and how you become a prime and all of those things we're going to, we're going to discuss and ready, set, procure as we go along and as we grow. So again, I hope that you find the content valuable to your business and that you come and learn and learn and learn some more that you submit your questions, you know, so that we can answer your questions in real time. Um, I hope that the um, the interviews that I bring to you are valuable to you um, as well so that, again, you can go back and implement your procurement strategy in your business and level up. I want to help you put money in your pocket, increase your bottom line and your profit margin. That is my passion. That is what I truly, truly want to do and why I am sitting here taking the time to do a podcast as well as to get this information out because there are so many small businesses that can literally soar if they just understood procurement and knew exactly what to do um, to get those contracts and keep those contracts. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Ready, Set, Procure, the podcast. Please visit our website at www.tuckertrain.com. That's www.tuckertrained.com. There'll be lots of goodies out there, some free for you to pick up at your leisure. So please also leave your questions as well as any comments that you have about the Ready, Set, Procure series. We truly appreciate your feedback. Again, we thank you for spending time with us today. We hope that we left content that will help you develop a procurement strategy, implement it, and get those contracts. Again, we want to put money in your pocket and money coins in your bank account, more like dollar bills. Anyway, thanks again. Have a great day. God bless you. And remember, you've been Tucker Trained.